Braves and baseball fans, it's time to take a trip from coast to coast across Major League Baseball. There it goes, a long drive. If it stays fair, home run. One strike away. Sandy into his windup. Here's the pitch. Swung out and missed a perfect game. Fly ball deep left center. Grissom on the run. Yes, yes, yes. The Atlanta Braves have given you a championship. Listen to this crowd. Left side, Swanson to first. Braves and baseball talk, straight from the diamond. Here's Grant McCauley. Hello again and welcome to From the Diamond. As always, I'm Grant McCauley and we continue our march towards spring training as we have turned that calendar to the month of February, which means it is closer by the day, less than two weeks, until Braves pitchers and catchers report down to Northport to begin that spring training work with Grapefruit League games happening before we even reach the month of March. A lot to get into, a lot to get prepared for when it comes to the 2023 Braves. And thus, a lot for me to cover before I head on down to Northport and get there for February 15th when the Braves pitchers and catchers get there. And position players, I'm sure, won't be far behind if quite a few of them don't show up early. That seems to be the way things go. So this particular episode of From the Diamond is going to be the first in a series of player previews. I'm not going to be able to pick all 26 guys that I believe will be on the opening day roster, but I have picked quite a few highlights to take a deep dive into what these players did last year and, of course, what you can expect for them in 2023. I'm going to start things out with the men on the corners for the Braves. That, of course, will be first baseman Matt Olson and third baseman Austin Riley. We'll hear from both of those men who spoke at length at FanFest, and we'll take a look inside the numbers, and I'll get all that started after I remind you, as always, make sure you subscribe to From the Diamond wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Twitter. I am at Grant McCauley. Find the show at From the Diamond with an underscore on the end. Over on Instagram, I'm also at Grant McCauley. The show is at From the Diamond. You can like the show on Facebook. Just search for From the Diamond there. And if you need a reminder for any and all of those links, FromTheDiamond.com is the place to find that. So with all of that out of the way, it's time to lead things off with some guys who probably have never been confused as leadoff hitters in their career. A couple of big sluggers, guys who are going to be anchoring the middle of the order for the Braves and guys that are going to be anchoring first and third base, respectively, for the rest of this decade. Let's start things out with Olsen, who just finished out his first season with the Braves last year, and it was a memorable season for the club overall, but some highs and lows, peaks and valleys for the first baseman who came in with some very big shoes to fill. Regardless of how you felt about the personnel change with Freddie Freeman leaving to become a Los Angeles Dodger, or the fact that the Matt Olsen trade happened before Freddie Freeman signed anywhere, the fact was, change came for the Atlanta Braves, and it came in the form of a trade with the Oakland Athletics to acquire a young, slugging first baseman and then signing that man to an eight-year extension, the richest contract in franchise history, until a little bit later this summer. Now, I'll get to Austin Riley in a little while, but let's take a look inside the numbers of Matt Olson in his first year in Atlanta. I would say pretty much everything was as advertised. There might have been some questions at times about the defense, just plays here or there where you just kind of thought, this may not be the gold glover that I thought about, but yeah, sometimes you have those years where a couple of plays just don't go your way. But overall, I think Matt Olson handles that position pretty well. But I think the offense was always going to be the calling card for someone who had the kind of year that Matt Olson had in 2021, a career season with the Oakland A's prior to getting traded to Atlanta. 
Now, just how good was his final season in Oakland? Well, a career-high 39 homers, a career-high 111 runs batted in. He also set career highs in walks and also set a career high in OPS at well over 900. That, I think, was what most Braves fans were expecting Matt Olson to walk into Atlanta and be able to pick up right where he left off. And at times, it seemed like he did. He was an extra base hits machine in 2022 as he racked up 78 of those. That's a new career high for him. 34 home runs, not far off of his career high in 2021, and 44 doubles was a career high. He looked at another 100 RBI season, and much like his predecessor, Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson played all 162 games. But inside of that were those peaks and valleys that I talked about. By the end of the year, Matt Olson's average had dropped down to 240. That's his lowest average in a full season since 2018, and that was just his second full season in the major leagues. As you might imagine, when your average drops like that, there are a couple of different columns you want to look at. One of them, and this is just baseball in the modern era, is that strikeout column. A career-high 170 for Matt Olson last year. His on-base percentage took a dip with both that batting average and a drop in his walk percentage, just 325 last year. That's the lowest on-base percentage for Matt Olson in a full season in his major league career. And you might be surprised to know that a guy with 44 doubles and 34 homers, the slugging percentage was not above 500. In fact, OPS just over 800 on the season. A very strange-looking year for Matt Olson in a lot of ways, but one in which he was still a well-above-average player. 3.1 was his Fangrass wins above replacement, but noticeably down from his career-high 5.1 F4 that he posted in his last year with the A's. As a left-handed hitter, Matt Olson is not unlike a lot of his contemporaries, particularly a guy who hits it to the pull side quite a bit. And now with the shift leaving in 2023, that could have an interesting and hopefully positive effect on Matt Olson moving forward. And I know that's something he was asked about at Braves Fan Fest. Yeah, I mean, it could be good uh, to see some ground balls go through the four hole again. (laughs) I can't remember last time unless the guy was on first base. But as far as approach, it's not really going to change it. You know, if I'm rolling over a ball it's normally a miss for me you know I'm trying to stay through it drive something middle of the field but it'll be nice to get rewarded on on a miss every once in a while I really think it'll be good for defense too I think kind of get back to the old way of playing defense and let guys kind of showcase their defensive ability and and range I, I think it'll be good for the game we know every single winter there are going to be transactions there are going to be changes players are going to come and of course players are going to go and perhaps no club has done so more notably than the Atlanta Braves with fixtures of this team leaving via free agency after the World Series won in 2021 with Freddie Freeman and again in 2022 as Dansby Swanson became a Chicago Cub Despite the changing personnel, the changing faces, and the ever-evolving roster for this club, Matt Olson is among the many Braves who does not believe that leadership is going to be a problem for this team in 2023 and beyond. I think we got a good group in there, a really good group in there. Um, obviously, a lot of these guys have had a ton of postseason experience, winning you know, the World Series a couple of years ago and coming off a 100-win season. I, I feel like we're in a good spot. You know, Dan's been a great guy. I love playing with him. And... Uh, you know, we're just going to have to carry on this year, but between me, Trav, Freed, I mean, Charlie Morton's been around for, I could go on and on. It feels like every guy has, you know, had some time and done it and played in some big moments. So, um, yeah. As the Braves wrapped up the 2022 season, it's fair to say the end came much sooner than this club was hoping for. With their NLDS exit against the Philadelphia Phillies fresh in their minds, the Braves are going to use that, among the many things, to motivate them to get back to the lofty highs the 2021 postseason provided for this club. Obviously such a grind at the end as far as like the division and 
chasing the Mets there and winning the division was big and a lot of emotion involved in that last month. And then we got the time off and then ran into a hot Phillies team. I think that's, uh, you know, you set into each year with the goal to win the World Series. So anytime you come up short, it's going to be a, a motivator for the next year. And uh, we got a lot of the same dudes back. I think everybody's eyeing that prize. With a tough division that saw the Braves and Mets each win 101 games last year and the third-place Philadelphia Phillies make it all the way to the World Series, Olsen and company are well aware this is going to be a tough divisional battle yet again in 2023, particularly when you look at the winner, the spending spree for the Mets, some big signings for the Phillies, and the Braves still being the club to beat. When you start sizing all that up, Olsen said the Braves are very well aware of the challenge it's going to be to win the NL East for the sixth consecutive year. I think it's got to be up there with if not the best, one of the best divisions in baseball. I mean, you look at the teams around, you know, those three, and then you look at the Marlins, they got an incredible staff and adding some pieces as far as bats. Nationals didn't have the best year last year, but they got a lot of young guys with talent too. So there's no like gimme games. You got to grind out everybody. And I think we saw that last year with the Phillies and the Mets. And it's anybody's season every year. That's the best part about baseball. You go out and do your thing. Not only are players coming and going, Teams getting better in the National League East yet again in an attempt to unseat the Braves, who have won the division for five consecutive years. We're going to see quite a few things change in 2023 across Major League Baseball, not the least of which is a new schedule that will see each team play every other club in MLB for the very first time. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that affects the records at the end. Having 200 win teams in our division last year is kind of wild with the amount of talent in our division and us beating up on each other. So... I'll be interested to see how that works out. There is that old saying in sports, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. But if you do look back at the 2022 Braves, despite winning 101 games, this was a team that truly did not find that next gear until the end of May. And that's something I got to ask Matt Olson. While there is no one way to avoid a slow start, what, if anything, can the club focus on to get that consistency right out of the gate? I don't think there's one thing you can pinpoint. Um, obviously, every team wants to come out to a hot start, you know, if you look at it, I almost think it's a little more impressive the way that we ended with the start that we had. Um, <laughs> it's not easy when you get kicked around to start the season. I know we're playing 500 ball, but you know we got a really good team and felt like we were playing pretty bad. So uh, the fact that we were able to bounce back, I think, is a lot better than what uh, a good start would be. And you want to come out to that hot start. We plan on coming out to a hot start. <laughs> we want to do everything to get it, but. Uh, you know, sometimes things go awry and you got to do what you can to bounce back. So what can we expect from Matt Olson in his age 29 season? If you look at any of a number of different projection systems, you can expect 35 home runs, you can expect 90 runs batted in, and I think you can expect a bounce back in both the walk department, maybe a normalization in his strikeouts, and is projected to see that batting average jump anywhere between 10 to 20 points, depending on which projection service you're looking at. More than anything, though, I think you want to know that medals and slugging ways are going to be something that he's going to bring to the table, and that's something we full well expect. If he's able to get that weighted run created plus back up towards 150, then I think the Braves are going to be pretty happy with year two of Matt Olson as he's now settled in here in Atlanta, being a hometown kid, growing up a Braves fan, and now getting to come in and not have to make the big adjustments that come with being traded from one team to another, moving coast to coast. A lot of normalcy, I think, was injected into the Olsen household, and I'm sure that's something they're going to be very happy about. Braves fans, meanwhile, they want to see that normalcy at first base. You got used to it for over a decade with Freddie Freeman, and now Matt Olson, with seven years to go on his $160-plus contract, he's going to be looked at to provide that same kind of steady performance 
and that's something Matt Olson expects of himself. Across the diamond from Matt Olson is his teammate Austin Riley. I told you that Olson, at least momentarily, had the biggest contract in Braves franchise history. Well, that was until Austin Riley signed his extension, a 10-year, $212 million contract that's going to keep him in a Braves uniform into the 2030s. Austin Riley is a homegrown player, a Braves draftee back in 2015, someone who burst onto the scene as a big-time rookie in 2019, only to go through the kinds of growing pains and adjustments that a lot of young players have to go through. And for Austin Riley, there was only one thing to do, and that's put your nose to the grindstone, show up, do the work every day, and prove that he is the player that the Braves believed he could be. In 2021, a breakout campaign, an MVP caliber season for Austin Riley, who set career highs in virtually everything because it was the first time that he got to play a full, uninterrupted big league season. Riley was a central figure on the Braves' World Series championship club, hitting a career-high 33 home runs, turning in 107 runs batted in and 91 runs scored, all while doing something a lot of people may have wondered if he was ever going to be able to do, and that was turning himself into a 300 hitter, and he did that with nearly a 900 OPS. Fast forward to 2022, Riley was once again putting up big numbers in the heart of the Braves' order, and then that franchise record-breaking contract came his way. It was the biggest in terms of years, with 10 of those, and the biggest in terms of money, with $212 million. Putting that all to the side and just thinking about the stability that comes with a long-term deal, Austin Riley said that's one of the things that has him settled in and ready to concentrate on the task at hand each and every year. You know, anytime you, you could sign a long-term extension, you know, a team that you absolutely love and enjoy, and, and the guys here are great, you really, in the offseason, by the end of it, you're ready to get back and see the guys. You know, I think that's been the, the difference is like you form the friendships and stuff like that, and, and you're with them so much. Uh, by spring training, you're ready to get back and, and, and kick it with the guys. I, I, you know, I know I'm, I'm excited. And, and really, you know, from a personal standpoint of like my swing and stuff, you know, done a lot of work. I, I feel really good where I'm at, uh, kind of the way things ended for me uh, this past year. So I'm excited for spring. While the Braves have locked down an impressive core with a number of long-term extensions, not every player is here to stay. After Freddie Freeman's departure before the 2022 season, it was Dansby Swanson who was moving on this winter. After playing alongside Swanson for four years, Riley said there's a lot he took from that experience. I've learned a lot from Dansby. Um, still talk to him quite often. Very thankful for the time that I got to spend with him. Like I said, he's an unbelievable baseball player, even better guy. And... Um, you know, it's going to be different seeing somebody else over there at, at shortstop, but at the same time, you know, you know, he's got to look out for his family and, you know, wish him all the best. And I know Alex and the guys have thought this out and thought this through and going forward, whoever's there, I'm excited to play next to him. While Riley is a great example of a homegrown Brave who's established himself as a star at the big league level, there's a big opportunity to his left here in 2023 with Vaughn Grissom set to come to spring training with a chance to win that shortstop job outright. Having been in a similar situation not that long ago, Riley was asked if he had any advice for Grissom heading into spring training. You know, try to take it all in. You know, we have, to me, the best defensive guy you could ever ask for in Wash. And I know he spent some time with him this offseason. Um, for me personally, soaking in everything from Wash, whatever he says, it's like, you know, he could tell me, stand on my head and try to catch a ground ball, I'm going to do it. Just because he's that good and I, you know... He understands the game. His attention to detail is unbelievable. So that's, you know, for me personally, that's all I can, you know, the advice I can give him. And, and just like I said, play your game. You know, don't worry about who you're trying to fill in for. You know, be yourself and just play your game and trust in your ability. Griff is a good dude. And just, 
He plays the game so freely, plays the game so loose, and, and I think that's going to help him, you know, making that step forward. Like I said, he he just loves the game, wants to play it as hard as he can, goes out there, and that's what he does. And and I think there's something to be said about that of, of somebody that just goes out there, plays freely. You know, he's always smiling. So, yeah, I think he's going to be just fine. As the Braves look to settle things at shortstop, one thing that Austin Riley is not concerned about, despite the absences of both Freddie Freeman and now Dansby Swanson, is the leadership and the overall chemistry in the clubhouse. With 26 men at a given time all striving to win the World Series, Riley believes they have the personnel and the accountability, one man to another, to play the kind of baseball they expect to play. I think Alex has done a good job of getting a good core group of guys where it doesn't have to be one person to lead the clubhouse. You know, it could be whoever. I think we all, as a group, have the same mindset, have the same goals, have the same values to where, you know, it kind of monitors itself. You know, when things aren't going well, you know, we don't hit the panic button. It's not like there's going to be a bunch of tension in the clubhouse, not pointing fingers. It's, I don't think it's going to be any of that. I know it's not. So I'm going to be a guy that's open to – anybody can come up to me in my locker and talk. You know, I'll be open ears and willing to listen and be that guy for anybody. So, But I don't think there will be any issues as far as a leader standpoint. With this year's Braves, the goal remains the same. It's win that World Series. Get to the highs they found in 2021. In doing so, winning the division seems like that logical first step, and that's what you hear from Brian Snitker each and every spring training. Win the division, punch your ticket, and find your way into October. As they head into 2023, the Braves once again find themselves among the best teams in baseball with their eyes on their sixth consecutive division title. Riley said having won that World Series and tasted the postseason year after year, the Braves feel right at home being among those top teams in baseball. Now they simply have to go out there and prove it. For me, it's the reason in play is trying to win a World Series, and we're going to continue to do that. Uh, I think that's the goal that if you ask anybody in that clubhouse, that's the number one goal is to be the last man standing. It's been a real honor to be a part of one of a World Series at a very young age and, and to be you know fortunate and blessed to do that and, and continue to, to try to do that with a good group. It's special to me. As you've no doubt read all winter long, the New York Mets have been making some moves to improve themselves in 2023, and the Philadelphia Phillies have as well, fresh off their World Series appearance and knocking the Braves out of the postseason in the National League Division Series. As you size up the division and stack up these three clubs, what they've done this winter, and of course what they're expected to do here this season, Riley expects it to be an absolute battle in the National League East. Those two teams right there are going to be tough this year. And, and watching them, to me, it's what we did in 21. It's, it, we got hot at the right time, and, and that's, you know, to me, the name of the game is, you know, who can stay healthy the longest throughout the 162 and, and get hot at the right time. You know, I know it's going to be a fun year. Uh, you know, I'm actually anxious to play everybody. The new schedule is going to be fun. But, you know, those two, you know, you definitely watch the box scores every night to see what's going on there. Now, in 2022, Austin Riley followed up that breakout season by playing in 159 games, setting a new career high with 38 home runs, nearly matching his career high in runs scored, closing in on 100 RBI again. He was seven short this time around and being able to trim his strikeout rate just a little bit up his walk rate just a bit, and even though he only hit 273 a season ago, his OPS was approaching 900 yet again, and he posted a career-high 142 weighted runs created plus, all for a career-high 5.5 wins above replacement according to fan graphs. Now what can you expect out of a 26-year-old Austin Riley who's coming off back-to-back seasons in which not only did he prove with a breakout season in 2021 that he can be an MVP candidate, he came back out a year later and he did it all again. Quite an encore for Riley. 
If you look up and down the projection services for Austin Riley, you won't be surprised to see him between 35 and 37 home runs. You won't be surprised to see him with 97 to 110 runs batted in, depending on which service you want to use. And of course, projected for about a 900 OPS and a weighted runs created plus of around 140. Those are things the Braves would love to see. And if he plays another 159, 162 games anywhere in between there, because you know he likes to play every day, then the Braves are going to have either their number three or number four hitter, depending on how Brian Snitker lines them up. But you know that Riley, along with Olsen, are going to be the meat of the order for the Braves for quite a while to come. As you look up and down those projections, once again, projected for anywhere between a four and a half and a five and a half wins above replacement among the seven different services you can find over on his fan graphs page. So what are you guys expecting from Austin Riley and Matt Olson in 2023? I ran a poll over on Twitter and I got nearly 3,300 responses for how many home runs this duo is going to combine for. Riley and Olson, 72 home runs between them in 2022. How many will they hit this year? Well, 75% of you expect them to eclipse that number with 42% saying between 75 and 79 home runs and with 33%, one third of the respondents saying 80 plus home runs for these two. Simple math. That's 40 homers apiece, and that would set the Braves in pretty good sorts in the middle of their order this year. Well, that'll bring us to the end of this particular episode of From the Diamond. I hope you enjoyed the first installment of the player previews. I'm going to have quite a few of these coming out in the March to spring training as Braves pitchers and catchers get ready to report on February 15th down at Northport, and I will be there for 92.9 The Game to bring you all the sights and sounds from Braves spring training as they get things started and tune up for Grapefruit League action, which begins later this month. As always, make sure you subscribe to From the Diamond wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Grant McCauley. You can find the show on Twitter at From the Diamond with an underscore on the end and on Instagram at From the Diamond. You can also like the show on Facebook. And if you need any links to all of those things, head on over to FromTheDiamond.com. I got you covered right there. So that'll do it for now, but more player previews are coming your way very soon. Until then, I'm Grant McCauley. So long, everyone. <laughs>